Welcome to the Island Pod. I'm Naomi. And I'm Nicole. It's our final Island Pod episode for Winter Love Island 2023. And when it comes to Love Island, well, Winter Love Island, I think this has been a really good series. I agree, because I feel like compared to the first Winter Love Island they had, this is definitely top tier. Yeah, this is way better. So much mm. more drama. And we were right, kind of, because we, we said that we wanted Kai and Sanam to win. Yeah, I feel like you said you wanted Kai yeah. and Sanam. But, but we, think... me, like Hannah and I predicted Kai and Sanam. Yeah. Because I did want Will and Jesse originally, but obviously they've been voted out at that point. But yeah, I am really happy with that four that were in the final, Kai and Sanam. So well done. Yeah, well done. So you think they, they deserve to win? Definitely. I feel like it's a little success story, isn't it? She was a bombshell, Casa Amor girl. And, the first um, contestant I to actually win. I can't that. Because I was trying to think, like, has there been anyone else? Because all I thought was, you remember Greg and Amber? Yes. and But he, he just came in, like, super late. That was kind of crazy how that they brought crazy. him. Yeah, they brought him in so close to the final. I was like, no way. But I think they knew that we just wanted Amber to win and she wasn't clicking with anyone so they just yeah. needed someone. This is a really nice little success story for Sanam in that in that aspect. But then also like Kai, because I feel he had a bit of ups and downs in there. Yeah. And it's almost like pointing and laughing and going, ha ha ha, I won. Look at me. Exactly. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I know. One of my friends at work was actually just talking about the voting. And she said something that was quite interesting. She was saying that she thinks the reason why Kai and Sanam won is because, do you know, the Fiat 500 vote was like split because either you had to choose between Lana or Ron mm. or Sammy and Tom. What does Fiat 500 mean, sorry? It means... <laughs> sorry, am I missing something there? Do you know what? Should I get the Urban Dictionary definition? What of? does Fiat 500 mean? Am I a bit behind with the times? The definition is a bit harsh, but it says a, a woman that acts like a diva is known <laughs> as a Fiat 500. But then I just want to talk about another <gasps> definition that I feel is kind of mean, because when you type it in on Google, the first thing that comes up, not in Urban Dictionary, it is a basic British white girl on Twitter that posts about hangovers, boys, food, <laughs> tango ice blasts, and generic life advice. For some reason, get thousands of retweets, usually adding an X on the end for some sort of comedic value. Okay, because I was going to say, right, typical white girl. Yeah. Because I always say that. Like, I'm like, when people ask if I've had a Fit 500, because people have just randomly asked me, so I'm just... <laughs> But the, I thought this is said, quite... have you had a Fiat 500 in your life? And I'm like, yeah, I'm yeah. a typical white girl. You definitely strike like, me. That's as a... what I mean. So when you said that, that's what I went to. Yeah. So I was quite, okay. Yeah, but I yeah. think that definitely, I don't know whoever wrote this because they sound like, you know, they need to chat. Yeah, I they... don't get a lot of retweets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That... Anyway, sorry. Like, that, yeah, from what were you saying? Yeah, I it's think like... basically the votes for the Fiat 500 community... <laughs> They were split between them two. And I thought, actually, that's quite an interesting topic. Because I guess normally there's only like one Fiat 500 couple. But obviously, there was two. Oh, okay. But I, thought that's I actually... would say Lon... Sorry, Ron and Lana definitely are. Mm -hmm. Sammy and Tom 100% are. Yeah. And then... And then there was Kai and Sanam. No. They are very like humble. Yeah. Like I even saw um, in the reunion that they want to go back to working with like I know, the schools the kids. and the kids. And I just thought that is so lovely. They're so sweet. So has any of your opinions on some of the couples changed since they've left the Love Island Villa? Because I've been watching a lot of interviews and I couldn't stand Tanya and Shaq in the villa. But since watching their interviews after, I'm actually like, oh my gosh, they're just a genuinely nice couple that I think they just got a bad edit. And they seem so likeable and actually really into each other. 
Uh, I, do you know what? I know it sounds bad, but I just haven't even put myself through watching Tanya and Shaq interviews yet. Like, I haven't got to that point where I'm ready for more Tanya and Shaq. Like, I just want a bit of a break. So uh, until I watch them, it, it might change. But at this point in time, it currently stands as when they were in the villa that I just wasn't a massive fan. Oh my God, did you see the vote? They got the, uh, was such a low vote. 2%, it was yeah. two. They almost planted themselves into the final. But if they were actually in the bottom three, which they were, I feel they were they would have been like voted out, but it was down to the Islanders, not the public. Yeah, I feel So like, they would have gone a long time ago, I think. Yeah, like we can't Sorry. forgive them for the casserole more. Like Tanya just messed around too much and I just I couldn't get over it in the villa. So Shaq and Tanya got 2%. Tom and Sammy got 24%. Lana and Ron got 30%. And then Sanem and Kai got a whopping 44%. Yeah. That's crazy. Because normally it's like really close. Like I think so. Year. But that was, yeah, Tanya and Shaq were like a shock to me. I thought they would get more than 2%. Yeah. Let's put it that way. Same. Because it, it was quite harsh. But yeah, I was just happy. Like obviously my opinions are changing a bit on like Tom and Sammy. But I think I was just happy that they didn't win. Yeah, I completely agree. I don't know if any of my opinions have changed of the couples. Like, I still very much feel like the ones that I've followed since coming out are Jesse and Will. They're like farmer TikTok videos. I love them. So cute. But then the others, I feel like I just haven't got round sort of paying them attention yet. But even though I've been like tempted, yeah, I'm like, oh, are they going to annoy me? Do you know what like, I mean yeah. with like Olivia's like interviews? It's just like it annoys me because of, uh, no offense, I just think like even after watching the reunion, I just think like she's just putting on a bit of a fake act. Do you think? Yeah. Do you know what? I kind of feel like maybe she has been made out to be a villain because they like they were all bitching behind everyone's backs, and it's like she was a scapegoat for like so many different reasons, like in the especially in the villa, like in all the arguments. So I don't know. I feel like she got painted a bad way, and they did a bad idea on her. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not convinced. Sorry. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I just think it's the type of person she is. I feel it's quite, she's quite easy to read. No, I, I wouldn't, I would feel intimidated being around her because I feel like she would just slag me off. So two couples have split up already, which I can't believe. Like, Love Island's just finished. And first of all, it was Rosie and Casey. So he actually announced the news on his Instagram. So he was answering a fan Q&A. And one of the fans asked him, how are things with you and Rosie? And he said, Rosie and I have spoken. She's such a great girl. Life outside the villa is just very different. And we will remain friends moving forward with a wide heart. And it's a photo of what looks like he's taken it outside of, the, like, when he's in the plane. It's just some clouds. He hadn't even left the villa and he's posting that on his story. Well, he posted this, like, recently. So, <laughs> yeah, it was like, it was two weeks after they were dumped from the villa. These couples that you're saying that have broken up, it's like they weren't really together. So how could you break up? Do you know what I mean? And I feel like we all predicted it with Casey where... Mm. I don't know. Like, I just didn't think he would, like, stick it out of Rosie. I thought he Even would. in the villa. I just didn't. Unless he... So, obviously, it was near the end. He might have wanted to get that sort of slot in to the final. But, yeah, I just didn't... I don't know what it is with Casey. I think something with him, I say as individuals, sort of what you were saying earlier about have my opinions changed? I think mm. as individuals, yes, because it's like I did find Casey really funny in the villa and I didn't agree with a lot of things that he did in there. Yeah. But I feel how he comes across like in interviews and on the after, uh, after some reunion, I was a bit like, he just doesn't seem like a very 
nice guy. I don't know what it is. Like, I can't, it's that he just, I'm just going to put it out there. He just seems like a fuck boy. And you he said does. You, you found like his convo with Rosie. It was really awkward. I was like, give some personality, mate. Like, you had so much personality in the villa. Like, I felt he really matched Will on, like, a level in there. And it's like, he was just sat there, and I just feel like it's really awkward. Claudia was right opposite him. That must have been awkward for Rosie, especially. And the faces she was pulling in the back when, like, um, she got asked about the Ron situation. I am really glad about what the After Sun have done there, where they've just outed and exposed people. Because I think, like, this is the thing with this year's Love Island. I wouldn't say it was full of arguments. Mm. It was full of bitching. So, like, the After Sun, I think, really sort of brought it back to who was lying. And I really, really liked that. Like, um... yeah. No, Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. when I think when Will and Jesse had left, they went on the after sun and like Maya Jammer literally was like showing the clip of Casey being like, oh yeah, I feel like Jesse's really fake, not genuine. She puts on an act and then Will then pulled him for a chat and he was like, no, I think she's so genuine. And he just completely got outed. And then it was like, he was almost digging himself a hole. Like, yeah. I did tell you this, mate. I did tell you this. I and Will like, just l- looked so rad. Like, he was fuming, but he was trying to hide it with the humour. That's the impression I got anyway. Yeah. No, I agree. Like, when he went all red, you could tell that he was definitely... Like, he wasn't happy. Because that's your best mate, and he's just, like, lied to your face. Will did say that, um, apparently, Casey had already spoken to him and sat him down. So, like, that's why he didn't react too much. And he said that he was just playing along for the cameras because they'd already talked about it. So in an interview, Casey and Rosie were actually saying that they feel uncomfortable and don't like it when people ask them how their relationships go in because they compare themselves to the other islanders that have been together like way longer. So do you think there's pressure on newer couples that get towards the end? Yeah, I guess so. With them two, it's like, she was very, very new. Do you know what I mean? So for her, 100%, whereas like Casey made a decision and I feel like you've gone on Love Island to air your romances that can blossom into relationships. So it's like, when you come out, people are going to want to know what updates are happening with you both. Like, so uh, to be honest, that shocks me that they're getting annoyed about that because it's like, or feel uncomfortable that they're getting asked those questions because it's like you were literally aired on TV every every night at nine o'clock. Like, following your relationship so it's like people are bound to have questions yeah like i know it must be harder compared to like yeah, other definitely islanders, but that's okay you can be like yeah we're still getting to know each other just because you get to the final doesn't mean that you guys have to be in love i don't think anyone's no. expecting that yeah definitely yeah and then the second couple to like split was zara and jordan it's good that you did that yeah because <laughs> that wasn't a relationship yeah. they were dating and stopped seeing each other. Yeah, I was really confused because on a podcast, they said that they were dating. Mm. And I was a bit like, but what is dating? Is dating going on dates or is it now in a relationship? Because it was very confusing. So I've got what Zara said. But when I read this, I was actually confused myself. So she said, hey, everyone, Jordan and I would like to acknowledge the increasing public support for us to be seen as an exclusive couple. After a few dates since leaving the villa, we know that we definitely get along and enjoy each other's company. It's been two and a half weeks of getting to know each other. And for now, it's a fun friendship between us. We have a lot of respect for each other. And that's what matters with the, you know, the hands together. It's actually like a high five, but we all think it's praying. That emoji. I'm, I'm a bit confused. I like, was confused. Why does she have to announce that? And like, this is, this is the thing that's different between Casey and Rosie and 
Jordan and Zara. It's like them two had left the villa. They were gone and they blossomed outside. So it's like, I just, no offense. I just don't think people are going to care as much. And they posted it on the same day that Casey announced that him and Rosie had like split. So it was all very, it was all very Mm. random. I feel she very much like announced it on her like TikTok and stuff that they were seeing each other. Do you know what I mean? Like, and her like her Instagram story or his Instagram. I can't remember which one, but they put a video of them actually going for dinner and stuff. So yeah, they they were definitely dating, but it clearly... I'm sorry, but yeah, I don't know. To me, it was like nothing. Like you're dating each other, it didn't work out. You stopped seeing each other. Yeah, they they didn't have to like document like the whole of the first date. Do you think it was genuine or a bit of a PR thing? I don't think it was PR because I don't I don't know because I feel like with um, Zara, I did see quite a few of her interviews when she'd come out. Was yeah. it spill the tea? Oh, I'm not sure. There's a, I think it might be a podcast called Spill the Tea, but she was on that and she, I feel like she was very much sort of announcing that she fancied Jordan and wanted to like yeah. see him and she was like sliding to my DMs and things like that. Um, you know, so she, I think she genuinely was interested. Like I don't think, she just didn't get the time with him because obviously they were in the villa at different times. So yeah, I don't think PR. I think it just like they obviously just tested the water. Just you know, we just date someone yeah. and then like it just doesn't work out, so you just stop seeing the person. But and because they just, they're in the public eye now, yeah. and they just came came off one of the biggest shows in the UK, so I guess there's going to be a lot of eyes on them. Yeah, and I guess she's just putting it out there and saying it's not working, and it's a shame. Like they were yeah. a really cute couple. I think they were a good looking couple. Yeah, they looked great together. Yeah. So I just want to talk about the Tangyel, Zara and Olivia drama that's been going on on social. So I'm going to explain it because it's a lot. Yeah, fill me in. So there was this fan page that posted a video saying Tangyel calls out Olivia, Shaq and Tanya. And it's basically Tangyel kind of talking about when she was dumped from the villa and how she thought they went behind her back and they spoke to Jordan and then that's why he didn't pick her. I am really glad, by the way, that she said something. But I feel they should have given her Olivia, Tanya and Shaq some space to like I don't know chat about that situation instead of just going on to the bombshells that came in and cast her more just thought no one's interested I'm really really sorry nobody's interested in this like, I would have much rather have heard what Olivia would have like I don't know responded to Tanya in that situation and Tanya and Shaq considering Tanya and Shaq by the way were literally just grilling Martin for the past like five minutes and then they didn't even get a chance to speak when they were getting grilled I just kind of thought come on yeah. Anyway, sorry. No, I agree. Getting off course. <laughs> and then Olivia commented on that fan account's video saying, shame I didn't get to say the real reason she left with like a smiling, blushing emoji. Olivia commented on yes. that. What's the real reason? Because you were a producer favourite and you wanted her off. I know. Like, that's, that's to me, because I did think something dodgy was going on there. I really did. Like I felt Zara leaving and then Tanyelle, the two that were having beef with Olivia, I thought it's a bit weird how they've just been kicked out of the villa because them two would have definitely brought the drama. Yeah. And like and being iconic in there, the I real, think anyway. No, 100%. And like the real reason, what is the real reason? I think she should get in trouble for that a little bit. Oh, well, I, I, I hope they spill the tea and let us know. But then yeah. it, it doesn't finish there. So there's actually more. So then there was a video and it's Zara Tangyel. And I believe it's either Tangyel's friend or cousin. I'm not entirely sure. Or sister, but someone. Yeah. So they weren't in the villa. And it's basically the bombastic side eye. Bombastic side eye. Yeah. Criminal and offensive side eye. Yeah. Literally. And then with the and they put the caption. And this was on Tangyel's account. She put the eyes looking up emoji, like the 
Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> Which was a bit like, oh, a bit a bit juicy. And then Olivia went back with a video of her. This this all could be innocent. We don't know for sure. But she posted a video on her account, blowing a kiss to the camera, wearing a gorgeous dress. And the music that was playing was Mariah Carey, Why You So Obsessed With Me. Do you know when she did the diss track to Eminem? And then with a the caption, covering, it's like a blushing face covering the hands and a red heart. Mm. you know and then there's more basically zara did a video blowing a kiss and then there's like a meme that comes on of a little like it looks like there's a kid gagging on some juice (laughs) (laughs) oh that that, yeah that's trending at the moment yeah yeah the little kid and he's like yeah so she's posing blowing a kiss and then the capture well what she's got in the video throwing rocks then hiding your hands with the Less, more than emoji. Oh, yeah. That one. Yeah, I don't know what it is. But, and then with her caption, at your big age. Mm. What do you think? Do you think? Th- these are defo subtle digs. Yeah. I just think girls go for a coffee, chat it out. Do you know what I mean? Like doing these sort of back and forth. I just have always found it a bit immature. Yeah. It's obviously interesting for us. I'm but then we're it. not getting the actual tea. Like we're just getting a video of you just going side eye and like blowing kiss at camera. It's like we're not actually getting behind what is going on. It's yeah. like just I don't know. Sit down and do a full yeah, tell-all like, video. It's like you're grown women. Like just go and have either yeah, get on a podcast and share it, or go and have a coffee somewhere and chat about it. It's like I, I don't know. Yeah. It's like we're not getting the full story, but they're definitely subtle digs in my opinion because I just feel like I don't know. Yeah, and I don't want to stereotype the girls just do that sort of stuff, don't they? Is, I, when I, they want to make a little message, send a message. You know when it's for you. Yeah, and there's too many, and they came so close to each other. There was just too many coming out for it to be a coincidence. Yeah. I feel they just do that. Like, when I remember when Chloe and um, Toby broke up last year, and um, Toby was just throwing, like, shade at Chloe on TikTok as well. Like, I can't remember what it was, but, yeah, it's like they just do that for some reason, and I'm yeah. just like... Just, I don't know. <laughs> Who do you think was in the wrong? What, with Tanya? Yeah. Tanya Allen. Um, mm. With Zara and Olivia. Because, again, we don't know if this is directed, but they posted a video. So Zara and Tanya posted a video. And I think this was around the time that Olivia... It was 100... It was literally posted the same day or the day after. Because yeah. I remember seeing that and I was like, that is definitely aimed at Olivia. So did they start the drama? Did they start the drama? On social media, probably yes, because at this point, Olivia hadn't posted anything. So yeah, I would say that Tanyelle and Zara, and they, they're the ones that have said independently on interviews that they have beef with Olivia yeah. and they will talk to her when she comes out and they're not happy with it. But yeah, yeah so I do think that, I, I get why they're annoyed though. That's the thing from watching Love Island and like hearing these podcasts and interviews that they've done afterwards, I can 100% understand why they're annoyed at Olivia. Mm-hmm. But then doing this sort of shade on social media, it's like, I just don't... Yeah. I don't know if I, like, agree with it because then you're just starting unnecessary more drama when you just go and chat to her. Whether they have, I don't know. We don't know, do we? This is the thing. So it's hard to say who's right because I just don't think it's nice sort of throwing shade on social media and, like, putting someone down. I feel that is definitely aimed at Olivia. Yeah, no, I agree. Again, we don't know exactly. And I'm so here for the drama. Like, I was loving it. I was like, this is so juicy. Mm. But they do just need to sit down, talk it all out. But part of me is always like, is this real beef or is this like PR to stay relevant? 
You don't know? I do. I'm just going to say this, right? I do think that these bunch of Love Islanders, I'm sorry, as much as it was a good winter Love Island season, I do think that they're forgettable. A lot of these people, like I think in a year's time, like, are we really, really going to remember? Like if I asked you in like, I don't know, a couple of years time, who won Love Island 2023 winter version, would you remember? I just, I don't know. Mm. And I feel like it was a bit of a tame final, bunch of finalists. And a lot of them, I just don't think there was a, like a big fan base for a lot of these Love Islanders. I, I do think it was, Well, I'm think, sorry to say, but I just think it was a, the, the worst bunch of like contestants. Really? <laughs> yeah. As in, I just didn't really, throughout the whole season, I just kept shouting at my TV like, I don't actually really like any of these people. I know, they weren't Normally likeable. I have like my favourites, yeah. but like, even like Jesse and Will, I absolutely loved them both. There was times where they just really annoyed me. Yeah. So it's like, I feel like every single couple irritated me at one part, but I feel like they brought the drama though, and that's what we want. We don't want them to get along, do we? we want, no, we, want them we to don't, argue. but we want them to actually have it out of each other, but instead it was just bitching, which I just don't, don't like. Like when someone just confronts someone, like even on the reunion, they mm. shared that. Remember the Harrison Shack at the very, very beginning when oh, they yeah. had that big beef up? I was like, this is what we want, but instead it was just like, like whispering behind each other's back and then lying to the person's face about it. No, I get what you mean. Uh, yeah. I, I get what you mean. I see where you're coming from. It's Sometimes you just want them to have it out. But again, they did, didn't they? They had they got into a fight at one point. Was it Shaq and Harris? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. And I, I feel like Shaq is just that type of person. Like, he seems just quite hot-headed. So it's like, I feel like he struggles to keep it in. Like, he has to just like, have it out with the person. Like, for example, like, look at Ron. And he was like, come do fucking dishes. I mean, it must be annoying, like... <laughs> It must be annoying, like, living with people that are just, like... Imagine, like, little comments constantly. You would just get irritated. Hats off to everyone that goes in Love Island, because yeah. I can imagine that being really mentally draining. It, it must be so hard. And they talk about, like, the hours, like... Because we think they wake up at, like, nine. But I think some islanders were saying that... They wake up at, like, 12. 12 and and don't go to bed till, like, five, yeah. six in the morning. It's crazy. And they wait until they're really, like sleep Tired. deprived that that's when they know that they're going to argue the most and this is the thing I think the big question with Love Island I feel like the first sort of few seasons it was very much like a big brother yeah. style where they would just throw everything in there but now I'm just like it's, really it's it seems very like fake like filtered. yeah like produce like yeah because some of some of the things I've heard is that when they've had arguments They've gone, wait, wait, wait. And there was one bit that Ellie was talking about again in her YouTube video where they had to wait like two hours to get a bloody camera. So they had to sit there and wait to like, when, they, when Tanya and Olivia were having this major beef, they were like apparently screaming at each other. They went, wait there, everyone. We need to get this on film. And I'm just like, how many cameras around to capture this? Like in the villa anyway. Yeah, they wanted to get it on the HD camera. That's they why want. I don't think it delivered. You know, when like mm. Danielle and Olivia went and had that conversation, it was just tame and boring because it's like you forced them to have this conversation when they were having it naturally like two hours ago. Yeah, well then it's a TV show at the end of the day so they want to have it filmed good but yeah. it must be hard to get everything. I want to talk about Islanders going back to their old jobs because I was watching a podcast and Claudia from Castle Moor was being like, oh, I can't go back to my old job. What did she do? Well, I think basically she said she was a dentist receptionist. I <laughs> I'm sorry. But it's just, do you think? I'm why? sorry. Like, why? How could you not go back to being a receptionist? Yeah, why do Islanders feel pressure to not be able to go back to their old jobs once being on Love Island? 
I don't think there's anything wrong with I it. I don't think there's anything wrong. I think it's just them probably wanting something to happen after they come out of the villa. So they almost make up any excuse not to go back to their old jobs because they they just want to get like some deals or... Do you know what I mean? They almost expect it to come their way. And when they don't, they're probably sat there like, oh, I've got to go back to being a receptionist. It's like, I get it. Like, mm. But at the same time, it's... You have every... You have all the control to go back if you want to. Yeah, like, there, ha- there has been a couple of islanders that have gone back. Like, Paige went back. Like, Dr. Alex. I think Anna went back. Yeah. That was during the pandemic. But obviously, I really respect that Coco. She went back to being a shop girl because she was like, she's got deals coming in, but she hasn't got the money right now. Yeah. And she was like, I need to make some cash. You have to make yeah. a living. That's the thing. And if that results in you going back to doing what you did or another job, you shouldn't be ashamed of exactly. it. Exactly. But like, you should just... it Like, at the end of the day, like, people will remember you for Love Island island you might get something out of it but that's the whole point of going into love island you can't expect those things to just be like click of a button as soon as (laughs) click of a button (laughs) click of a button just to like yeah have everything fall at your feet like would you think it was weird if you was in nando's or i don't know you're going to the shop and then you were served by an ex love islander I think I would be like, oh my God, that's so-and-so from like season whatever of Love Island. But I wouldn't judge. I, but I wouldn't judge yeah. or I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't even bother them. I would just let them get on with it. Like, I just don't think. I'd be like, I respect the hustle. Yeah. You have to make a living. Yeah. And I don't think there's anything that they should feel like and feel pressure about. And it's a shame that they do feel pressure that they can't go back to like normal jobs yeah. because they've been on a reality show because you can. I think okay. that's what's good about like that Channel 4 documentary though of Coco sort of speaking about that situation where she was waiting for money to come in from the brand deal. So she had to go back to being a shot girl and people there in the club like, like wow how like yeah, how have you was... come back here like aren't you making loads of bank and all this and I just thought it's <laughs> It's actually good that that was aired and yes, showed because and now it's giving us a side that we're realizing not everything, even if you go on a reality show, you can't expect all of that to follow. Exactly. And I think it was nice, like you said, that they showed people saying that because I guess a lot of islanders probably get that a lot. Like people being like, oh my gosh, why are you working here? Mm. Why aren't you doing this? And like, they shouldn't be, people shouldn't expect, and islanders shouldn't expect to get deals and for their life to change. Like, maybe it'll just be a fun holiday. Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? And that's okay. That's what you need to see it as an experience and a holiday. Yes. And like, whatever follows will happen for you. And if it doesn't, then you'll just go and make your life another way. Yeah. And you should embrace it. Embrace and it. And shouldn't be ashamed of it. And that is why Love Island is so great and why we all watch it. Because it's, it's amazing. It's just juicy, isn't it? it? Is. Like, it's just nice to sort of get away from your life for a little bit like follow others yeah. you, know you don't I mean? have like to think hour, hour a day just like yeah. yeah exactly you don't have to think you just, just see easy television you just seen hot people having fun and you kind of you wish you were there on holiday <laughs> yeah this has been our final episode of the island pod for winter love island 2023 Sad times. I know. I'm really gutted it's over. But you know, it's like we're going to blink and it's going to be the summer one. Exactly. I'm <laughs> times re- go so quick. Yeah, I'm ready for the summer Love Island. Yeah, bring it on. I hope it's juicy. I think it's going to be. Thank you all so much for listening. Nicole, thank you so much for joining me every single week. Oh, I know. It's been... No, thank you for having me. I've really, really enjoyed it. No, it's been a lot of fun. And thank you for our amazing guests. We've had Danielle, Sophie and Hannah. Like, thank you all so much. And I hope everyone listening has enjoyed what we've got to say. 
And yeah, we'll see you in summer. Bring on, bring it on. See you in a couple of months. <laughs> I've been Naomi. I've been Nicole. Bye. Bye.